Rock out to the Health and Beauty Club by Supersede International. Is COVID-19 real? That has got to be the biggest question of the century. Now, I know many of you out there are convinced that COVID is real. But just to be fair, there are many people who genuinely don't know and you just can't blame them for that. Especially with all these inconsistencies regarding this virus. I mean, really, who can you trust? We've heard it all. We've heard scientists, politicians, news, fake news, conspiracists, friends, family members, and so on. The list goes on. So, really, who do you trust? Now, I don't want to stir up any more drama than is already out there or create any more confusion. Nor do I want to offend or dis disrespect anyone. Simple. I know there are lots of people who have actually lost loved ones, uh, friends, relatives, um, you know, people that are close to them and, and, and whatnot. But I also know that there are a lot of people who have not lost anyone and who have survived this virus. So the question stands, is this virus COVID-19 real or not? Well, in my experience, now, again, I'm not going to sit here and and tell you what to think or uh, challenge what you think or anything. I'm just simply going to go off of my own experience, my own research, and just share my opinion. But additionally, I want to, today I want to use this platform, this podcast, to also share some universal truths, uh, some universal principles. And you can make your own decision and your own conclusion from there. But like I mentioned, uh, in my experience, to me, the virus was actually no more than just a mild flu. Now, I'm not, not, I'm not only speaking for myself personally, but I am speaking for... Um, everyone in my immediate family. I'm talking my sisters, my brothers, my parents, my near relatives, uh, aunts, uncles, cousins. Now, in our particular case, in my family, our biggest concern was our mother. Because you see, our mother, she is what you would consider a high risk, a very high risk uh, person. Why? because she has autoimmune uh, diseases. She has um, rheumatoid arthritis. She has severe asthma. She, she's had pneumonia multiple times. And, you know, um, she has difficulty with her oxygen. She's, she's on oxygen uh, most of the time. This is before COVID. And so, um, especially her 
her primary care physician, her doctor, her family doctor, he was very concerned and he really didn't want her, um, you know, to become, you know, to, to come down with this virus because he feared for her life. Okay. Now, everything aside, and obviously me being a Christian, I, I thank God for all of our blessings, but not only for our blessings with regards to keeping us safe uh, during this virus, but for all of our blessings in general. I mean, um, not to get religious or not to get, you know, um, go off on, on that subject, but you know, I mean, you can technically argue, you know, both ways as far as what blessings are. But I just think the fact that we are here and and we have the opportunities that we have and whatnot, I think those are all blessings. So I don't necessarily feel like, you know what, um, one blessing is greater than, than another. So I, I try not to be biased with regards to uh, what blessings are. So with that being the case, um, my mother, out of all of us who, who, who tested positive for it, she was the one who had the least amount of symptoms. And um, everyone else, they had a mild flu-like symptoms for about a day and a half. And then everyone else just uh, got better. And this has been the same case with all of our immediate family and all of our friends. And, um, you know, the few stories that we have heard of people who became very ill and the people that who, you know, that ended up uh, losing their, their lives because of this, they weren't immediate uh family they weren't immediate friends they were um they were uh just a story of someone who knew someone and again not to be disrespectful or anything uh you know just simply stating what the situation was for us now with that in mind you know is this virus real well obviously we all tested positive for a virus that's named Corona or COVID-19 coronavirus, right? And I don't necessarily want to make this podcast about uh, whether or not there's actually a, a coronavirus, which we all know, you know, coronavirus is, is something that's not new. However, COVID-19 in particular is it's what's new, right? I think the the biggest uh controversy with this question whether or not covid is covid-19 is real is more related to whether or not all of the the things that we are hearing on a day-to-day -day basis since the beginning of this year basically since 2020 they have so many inconsistencies that people are starting to question whether or not this is just something that has been blown out of proportion or it's just getting way more hype than what it actually needs. Now, is there a virus and is this virus killing people? Well, 
yeah, you know, I mean, um, there is a virus, just like there has been the flu virus, which kills many people, just like there have been other viruses and diseases, right, that kill people. So, um, once again, I'm not trying to argue for either side. I'm trying to keep this as un unbiased as possible. But, um, but yeah, the, the point is here is to kind of discuss, you know, what's, uh, what's, what people think is real, what people don't think is real, and to share some actual uh, universal truths. Truths that were around before pre-COVID-19, during COVID-19, and will be around post-COVID-19. So, like I mentioned, um, you know, I think the question of uh, whether or not COVID-19 is real refers more to if all of this mass chaos and lockdowns are really necessary, or if all of this is just getting blown up way out of proportion for whatever other sorts of interest that, you know, people in power might have. Now, obviously there's two sides to this. I mean, you know, there could be many sides, but two main sides to this. Those that believe it's absolutely real. The ones that believe that if you don't stay inside or wear a mask in between chewing meals, or if you visit relatives, or if you don't quarantine for 14 days after going, going out somewhere, the ones that think you're a scumbag, that you're a careless killer, and that you're just a, peach, uh, a piece of shit, all right? Those are like pretty extreme. That's one pretty extreme side. Now, there's also the other side of those that think this entire thing is a hoax and that the virus is made up. It's just another form of the flu or simply a, a man-made virus. Um, you know, and people will say, well, those are all conspiracists and those are all different conspiracies and, and whatnot. But again, I'm not going to tell you what to think or do. I mean, heck, you're all adults and you can reason for yourselves. But I will share uh, today some truths universal truths that apply to everything okay now these are principles that don't change that's why they are universal principles right now to kind of uh i guess to kind of better understand you know why there is so much confusion and why it is that people in general are even questioning this, whether or not COVID-19 is real, um, we have to kind of take a look around our everyday situation, what's, what's been happening and what's been going on, and kind of take it back to the beginning of the story. So, supposedly, the virus comes from Wuhan, from China, and it started because someone uh, was eating bat soup and they ate at 
bat which was contaminated with the virus and that person got sick and from one from that one person they were able to start a chain reaction to the point where they were able to through that one person's chain reaction spread this virus throughout the entire world okay now from that day on the virus has been spreading and spreading and every major country in the world has tried to do their best at slowing down the spread and containing the virus and putting an end to this virus but they haven't been able to and since the beginning of this we've lost hundreds of thousands of lives throughout the world okay so here is um you know here is my only problem with with this story okay and you can you can think whatever you want to think and you can make your own conclusions but my problem with this story is the following is that if you're telling me that it only took one person to spread this virus through the entire world then how do we expect to contain this virus when there are hundreds of thousands of people who have it i mean what's the point of the lockdowns the stay-at-home orders if one person can if only one person can do so much damage do you really think that slowing down the numbers will actually stop this virus i mean okay let's assume we slow down the numbers let's assume we do the lockdowns we do the stay-at-home orders we close down all the businesses restaurants the churches you know we keep it to only essential everyone's wearing their mask etc and we're able to successfully get down the number of people who have covid in the entire world to only a hundred people that would be amazing right okay but if only one person can spread it throughout the whole world then imagine what a hundred people can do that's a hundred times more so if it only took one person to expedite the spread then it just doesn't make sense how even if we were able to get it down to a few people i mean that's just still greater than one person and we all saw what one person supposedly cost right so that leads me to the next thing that has people very confused about this entire situation and frankly i think it's just starting to finally you know it's it's really getting on people's nerves is all the hypocrisy the hypocrisy that's going on um from the higher ups the people in power the people in charge the politicians the scientists who are demanding that we do or don't do or follow certain procedures but often they are actually being spotlighted for breaking their own rules that they are setting 
Now, this is hypocrisy at its finest, or should I say at its worst, because no one wants to be told what to do by someone who's not even, even doing it themselves. So how do you not expect people to question whether or not this is something that's actually real or whether or not this is just something that's uh, motivated by other interests? When you have politicians who you are supposed to trust not giving you honesty. Now, what do I mean? Okay, you have things such as uh, Governor Newsom from California, who is often on the news preaching how dangerous it is to not stay at home, to gather with family or friends, to eat out. I mean, going as far as saying that you should wear a mask in between chewing your food. And, but yet, you have pictures that are leaked and videos that are leaked of him doing everything that he's telling you not to do. So, that's not an honest or ethical politician, in my opinion. To me, that is scum. That is someone who, in the face of the public, in the media, portrays to be something and portrays to act a certain way but behind closed doors he's the biggest hypocrite out there so how on earth pardon my language but how the hell do you trust someone who is such a hypocrite now this isn't once or twice that that he slipped up but this is multiple times and it's not only governor newsom it's even down to the mayor of los angeles now Mayor Garcetti um, now saying that, you know what, avoid doing anything, avoid walking. They want to put a mandate where you should like avoid walking outdoors, riding a bike outdoors, uh, skateboarding, because they're saying that this is at its peak. Okay, they've been saying that since day one. And once again, I apologize if you've lost someone personally, if you have had someone that has died from this, and you're sitting here and you're listening and you're thinking that I'm a, an asshole for not caring. No, not whatsoever. Not whatsoever. But I really just want to throw, you know, what's happening out there. I mean, look, hey, man, like if your relative got in their car, drove down the street, your relative wasn't even a sick person. Your relative wasn't even an elderly person. Your relative was just a perfectly healthy uh, person in their mid-20s, drove down the street and got in a car accident and died. I would feel bad, but I wouldn't tell the whole fucking world to close down. I wouldn't tell the whole world not to drive. I wouldn't tell the entire world and try to freak them out and then me go behind closed doors and drive that would be a very hypocritical thing for me to do and i feel that if we look at the numbers it's what's going on i mean okay let's look at the numbers this is a virus that 
all in all, it's got a 99% survival rate. What does that mean? 99, okay. That means that, I mean, let's, let's pretend that we were in Vegas. Let's pretend we were in Las Vegas and this was a Super Bowl game. That means that the team has 99% chance of winning. And the other team, we'll call it Team B, has only a 1% chance of winning. Okay? Who are you going to bet on? Well, it doesn't take a scientist, it doesn't take a politician, it doesn't take a doctor to tell me that I should bet on the team that has the 99% chance of winning. What the hell does that mean? That means that if you bet on the 1%, your 99% odds, you're gonna lose that bet, and you're pretty stupid, in my opinion, if you take that bet, okay? Now, the only way that you, that I could see why you would take that 1% bet was that if everyone was trying to lie to you, scare you, freak you out, to make you think that the 99% chance of you winning was less of a chance than the 1%, okay? It's, it doesn't make sense. It just doesn't. Now, look, I don't know what all of the motives are. I don't know what all of the, the interest are. I don't know what's driving all of this, but I do know that there are a lot of things that could motivate such, such a thing, right? <clears throat> so let me, uh, let me bring up something else, okay? Excuse me, I'm going to drink some water here. Let me um, bring up something that we're all very familiar with here in the, especially here in the United States. It's called heart disease, okay? Heart disease has been the number one killer for many years every year killing hundreds of thousands of people here in the United States. Um, but yet, nothing has really been done about that. It hasn't even been addressed. Now, one thing here, you got this virus that all of a sudden this year has become the most lethal virus in the history of mankind is the way that they are putting it out there. I mean, they closed down the entire world, okay? You haven't seen that done for heart disease. I mean, hundreds of people, hundreds of thousands of people are dying from this, but hey, McDonald's is still open, Burger King, Carl's Jr., Pizza Hut, Domino's, Little Caesars, Coca-Cola, I mean, shit, for crying out loud, all of these freaking places, all of the products and foods that they offer are garbage. They are clogging your heart. Now, hell, I'm one to eat all those things and partake of those things. But why? I mean, for starters, they're everywhere around. It's almost impossible to avoid them. Second of all, 
the, the ingredients that they put on them, they literally make them so that they become addictive. I mean, it is proven that these foods are as addictive as crack, as drugs. But yet they're legal. Nothing is being done about stopping them. Nothing is being done about lockdowns, about stay at home or close down all of the McDonald's. No, no, nothing is being done about that. Why? Well, I am sure it's because there is someone that is profiting, profiting very largely off of them and they have the power to make it so that these places thrive and don't close. And so it would not surprise me one bit whatsoever if people are also thriving off of this virus and off of this global pandemic and off of all of the hype, okay? I mean, now you have companies, big pharma companies that are racing to make a vaccine and they're racing to make vaccines and they're competing with one another and they're telling you all this different information about the vaccines. Hell, some of them are even saying that the vaccine is 94% uh, you know, chances that it'll work and it, look, I don't want to get deep into that subject. I'm not trying to sound like a conspiracist or anything. So what I want to share now is I want to share some truth. Okay. So, I mean, we all understand the way viruses work. And basically when a virus, you know, attacks the body, your body is, it, it has an immune system, right? And the immune system's job is to basically fight off the virus and in order for your immune system to be able to to do that your immune system needs to be healthy and needs aid and its nourishment and and that's usually how we survive viruses i mean there's plenty of viruses out there and and you know it's not something new right okay here are some facts here are some truths it is true that fear is not good for your immune system. Living in fear, what does that mean, okay? I mean, to live in fear, it's, it's something that fear itself is like a cancer. It grows. The more fear you have, the more fear that's instilled in you, the worse it is for you. The more stress you have. It's not healthy for you. Okay, name me one person that stresses a lot or that has constant fear that is super healthy. It's, it's it, not possible. It contradicts itself. People who are constantly stressed out, people who have a lot of anxiety, people who have a lot of fear, people who, you know, have all this tension. I mean, their bodies are in a constant altered mode. And that's just not healthy to that's not a healthy state to be in constantly it's bad for your immune system it's bad for your overall health and what happens when your overall health starts diminishing well you start getting sick or you're more prone to diseases and viruses attacking you and your chances of surviving them are become a lot less okay now 
I am going to go as far as saying that I am very, very confident that most of the deaths that have been attributed to COVID-19 have been more psychologically driven than the virus itself. What do I mean? I mean that there are a lot of people out there who have probably died because their state of mind, their, their well-being has decreased so much because of all the fear and anxiety and stress that this whole pandemonium has caused. And I can guarantee you that most of those people probably would have had a better chance of surviving had they been healthy, had they been, had they been peace, at peace, had they not had all this stress, all this fear, all this anxiety, they probably would have fought off the virus. Now that to me really pisses me off because I feel like we live in a country where we should be protected by politicians and by the media and by the people that we put in, in charge, the people who have the authority and the power to do so. But rather than that, I feel like they're doing the complete opposite. And that's not taking care of us. And that's not helping us. As a matter of fact, that's making it worse. It's like when a little kid falls. Imagine if a little kid falls in front of you and you start freaking out. You're going to scare the living hell out of that kid. That little kid is not going to be better because of it. The same thing's happening right now. Now, whether or not this virus is real and whether or not this virus spreads fast and it kills people, dude, I get it. But guess what? It is being blown out of proportion and then it's not being blown out of proportion in a good way. It's being blown out of proportion in a very bad way, a negative way. I mean, you hear things like, for example, people in Japan, there are more people dying of suicides than they're dying of COVID. I mean, shit. That right there on its own should just tell you something, okay? I mean, which you're, you're trying to stop deaths here, right? Well, why aren't you stopping that, okay? So, the the truths and universal principles that I want to share with you that will help you feel more confident throughout all this confusion and deceit and hypocrisy so that you can make your own decision as to whether or not COVID-19 is real or fake are the following, okay? Rule number one. You want to have a healthy immune system, no matter what, okay? What makes your immune system healthy? Okay, well, it's there are proven facts that your immune system is healthy when you are happy, when you're not scared, when you're not stressed, when you're eating clean foods, when you're getting plenty of rest, when you're not in an altered state of mind when you're able to go outside and enjoy the daylight, when you're able to laugh, laugh with friends, family members that you love, share good times, make good memories. There was a study done uh, of this little town. And I mean, this is, I mean, it's, it's so psychological, you know. I mean, 
it's not only like you have to be like perfectly healthy, have a healthy diet, it all helps, but it's even deeper than that. It's so psychological. The psychological factor is, is probably the biggest factor when it comes to this, right? There was a study, down, uh, a study done of this little town. I think it was somewhere in Italy. Um, you can actually read this in the book, The Outliers. And it talks about basically how there was a town where people would smoke and whatnot. But everyone lived to live a very long life in this town. And so they, they wanted to do a study to see like what it was, you know, like test all of their cholesterol levels their blood pressure etc to see you know like what was making these people live so long and most of these people would smoke they would drink but they were living really long lives and what they concluded on was that this was a very close connected town and the people were just really happy they had the the bond and they were really happy and that's why they were living very long lives you can't be living happy lives when you're being depressed, when you feel like you're a slave, when you feel like you can't trust anyone, when you feel like you're, you're, you need to fear for your life, when you feel scared, when you feel like you're being a bad person because you didn't wear a mask or because you put your mask, you lower your mask below your nostrils, your nose. Or because you went and hung out with a friend. You know, all this constant fear and pressure is not good for you. And to those people that love, you know, that, that are okay with that and love being told what to do, you know. Um, I would just simply say, look, if, if, if you like that, that's on you, you know. But don't try to force everyone else to think like you. And just look around, man. Are you living happy lives? You know? Are you doing, are you having joy? Are you experiencing joy? Or are you just simply following commands from people who don't even keep their own, their own rules, their own advice? <coughs> it's, it's kind of a shame. Hang on one second. a quick water break <clears throat> it's kind of a shame to me when people just kind of tend to turn a blind eye and and want to just simply obey to obey and don't want to do their own thinking look i get it i respect people that need to be respected but i also think for myself and thinking for yourself is probably one of the most important things that you need to do as an adult it's something that is going to help you make up your own decision whether or not COVID-19 is real I get it once fear is instilled in you it's like a cancer. It spreads and it's very hard to get rid of. But base your knowledge off of actual facts. Not off of rumors, not off of scare tactics, but off of actual facts. It's um there's this book called How to 
how to stop worrying and start living uh, by Napoleon Hill, I believe. And basically, that's kind of what he preaches in the book. It's like, hey, look, okay, yeah, you're afraid of like certain things, but look, let's look at the facts. Let's use reason. Let's use common sense. Let's use our logic. And if your logic is basically telling you like, look, you're fine, then drop those negative thoughts, that fear that's running your life and start using your, your, your logic to stop worrying and to start living. And that's what universal principles are. Universal principles, they don't change. They're universal. They're always applicable. Being happy, not having fear, trying to be healthy, being being healthy is something that is an overall thing you know you want to have you want to make yourself as healthy as possible mentally spiritually emotionally physically because it's going to give you the most sobriety it's going to give you a sober mind it's going to help you think better and and process things and just feel better now one of the things that I personally um, like to be is I, I like to be so reminded as much as possible. And that's just something that I feel that, you know, it's very helpful to me. And I, I feel it would be helpful to everyone to strive for that goal. So anyway, to recap as to whether or not COVID-19 is real. In my personal opinion, I think that COVID-19 is a virus, but that it is being blown out of proportion for different motives and interests. I also think that it is very ridiculous to see what's going on in our in our country and throughout the world and and some of the things that are being said and told to us and some of the rules that they're trying to mandate and enforce that don't make sense. I question them and I don't agree with a lot of them. And this isn't me trying to follow a trend or anything. This is just me using my own region, uh, reason and logic. And I think that there are many diseases and many things that kill. And I think anyone, you know, it's sad to see anyone die, period. Whether it's from COVID, whether it's from the flu, whether it's from choking on a piece of food i think everything is sad but i think we have to you know understand you know the situation so with that said i really hope that this podcast has been able to shed some light on you on your thoughts and the way you think as far as what you think about this entire situation and I hope that you're able to take from this the facts and the truths, the universal principles of 
what I have shared with you and apply them so that it can make you, so that it can help you, improve you in a positive way, not a negative way. Um, one thing that I personally like to do as far as my nutrition and being healthy is I like to make sure that I am getting all of my essential nutrients on a daily basis. Now, like I said earlier, I partake of junk food and stuff and I'm not a perfect eater and I'm not telling anyone to be. As a matter of fact, it's like church. Church is for the sinners, right? Well, same with health. I mean, shoot, if anyone needs their essential nutrients is people that are being unhealthy, that are eating unhealthy foods and whatnot, right? Because it's going to help you. It's going to help you balance that out. And so I personally turn to quinoa amino to get all of my essential nutrients. Why? Because quinoa amino is made from three superfoods. The primary superfood, which is the base of quinoa amino, is quinoa. Now, quinoa, out of the entire planet, the animal or plant kingdom, quinoa is the healthiest food on earth. Why? Because it has more essential nutrients than any other food on this planet. So quinoa with lucuma and with maca, the two other superfoods, make up a complete profile of all of your essential nutrients. So just one daily serving of quinoa amino in your in whatever food or beverage you want to put it in will complement and give you all of those essential nutrients to help your overall health so that you can feel better, think better, reason better, and just be that much more ahead of it. Okay? So, keep in mind the universal truths and use your logic, use your reason. Do whatever it takes to be happy, not just temporarily, but long-term happiness, to have joy and to progress whenever you can. When you can progress, progress. We're constantly learning, we're constantly evolving, we're constantly in different phases of life. And I feel like whenever you have a paradigm shift or whenever your perception shifts and you learn something, apply it and, and progress from it. But always try to have joy. Because if you don't have joy, it's just not good for you. Remember, Men, men are to have joy. We're here to have joy and experience joy. And I'm not talking about just temporal pleasures. I'm talking about real joy, everlasting joy. Anyway, folks, I hope that this podcast has, in one way or another, helped you and helped you make progress. I also would be interested in hearing what you have to say. Um, whether it's an experience that you've had or, or, you know, whether it's just some insight that you have, I'd really be curious to know what your thoughts are and where you stand on this whole subject, whether or not you believe COVID-19 is real or fake. So go ahead and leave a comment below. Tell me what your thoughts are. Tell me what you think. And once again, thank you so much for listening. And until next time, have a great day.